Welcome to Messy But Essential, the weekly podcast about the people side of project leadership. It's where we help you improve your soft skills to reduce those hard costs. I'm Rod Stilwell, and in today's episode I'll be talking about listening, why it's so difficult, and offer some tips to make it easier to truly hear when you listen. Let's begin with a quick safety moment. As I was leaving home earlier this week, I noticed a neighbor walking his dog while wearing a pair of over-the-ear headphones. I presume he was listening to music or perhaps a podcast, but he was walking right in the middle of the street, totally oblivious to what was going on around him. I also watched as a car came around the corner and literally had to come to a full stop and wait for this fellow to meander down the middle of the street. Now, had that car been going any faster, or had the driver been a little less observant, the scene would have been a very different one. We all love our noise-canceling headphones, I'm sure. But let's also all use some discretion about where and when we disappear into our music. Which brings me to the topic of today's podcast, listening. We live in a pretty distracted world, so listening is getting harder and harder to do. I suspect that in the minute that you've been listening to this podcast, your mind has wandered, or you've been distracted by something. It's pretty normal. And many of us listen while doing something else. Perhaps right now you're out jogging or on a treadmill or driving while listening. Neurologically speaking, our brains can really only do one thing at a time for the most part. But we're very good at going in and out of multiple activities. So you listen to a few words, look at the road ahead, check your mirrors, hear a few more words, and so on. It all happens so fast that we think we are driving and listening, or jogging and listening, when in fact we are flitting between the two activities. I want to look at several aspects of listening today. As a project leader, I imagine that you spend a lot of time listening to presentations or status reports and so on. You may even have people who walk into your office and immediately start talking at you before you've had a chance to get into listening mode. I remember early on speaking to audiences and saying that it was their job to listen and my job to talk and inviting them to let me know if they stopped doing their job before I'd finished doing mine. Morgan Scott Peck, an American psychiatrist and the author of The Road Less Traveled, said that you cannot truly listen to anyone and do anything else at the same time. Well, if that's true, then let's talk about being in listening mode. It's about being ready to be present, focused, and intent on hearing what's being said. It starts by stopping whatever it is you're currently doing. That's the beginning of the mental shift. It's about giving our brains the opportunity to truly focus on what we're about to hear. Have you ever walked into someone's office to speak with them and they were busy working on their computer, let's say, but they motioned to you to start talking? They were still typing or reading, but you had the green light to begin conveying your message. They might have said, What's up? I'm just finishing up this sentence, uh, but I'm listening. 
Really? Listening demands focus. A few years ago, my wife and I were hiking through a bamboo forest in Hawaii. In my usual state, I was sharing some bit of what I thought was wisdom with her as we walked along. Suddenly she stopped, grabbed me by the arm and said, Rod, stop talking. Stand still and listen. Just listen. Listen to the chimes made by the bamboo as the wind blows through it. Listen to the trees gently rubbing against each other. Stop walking. Stop talking. Stop everything you're doing and listen. It was indeed a magical moment as I truly focused on the enchanting sounds around me. Had she not forced me to stop everything else, I would have walked through the whole forest without hearing the forest. Oh, I felt the humidity and I smelled the earthy natural smells, but I would have missed the forest talking to me or singing to me. To this day, when she wants my attention, she will remind me that this is a bamboo forest moment. And it works. Once we've stopped to listen, we then need to get into the listening mode by trying not to anticipate what the other person's going to say. Stephen R. Covey, the author of Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, points out that most of us don't listen to hear the other person. We instead listen to be able to reply. We're already thinking of our answer while still attempting to listen to what the speaker's saying. Guilty. Instead, we'd be better served by focusing on what's being said, then pause and reflect, then answer. If you happen to be highly extroverted like me, you might be thinking, what? There's no time to pause. I confess that I am not very comfortable with that dead air time while I reflect. So instead, I reflect while you're talking, thinking that somehow it saves both of us time. There have been times when my wife especially has stated, let me know when you want me to contribute to this conversation. I wasn't listening. So not pausing doesn't really save us time. And for the few seconds of pause, and it's really just a few seconds, I may save myself hours of time by not rushing off and doing something that I thought I heard you ask me to do, but I'd not heard correctly. Because I wasn't listening and reflecting. I was listening and preparing my answer. Unfortunately, as we've already pointed out, we can't really multitask like that. So let me recap. We need to stop what we're doing and listen. We need to pause to reflect. Then can we answer? Perhaps, but perhaps not. Since we often think we know what the other person is going to say, or more precisely, what we want to hear, our brains shift into our preferred thinking mode. Perhaps we're highly analytical, so we're listening for the numbers that will help us understand. When the speaker starts giving us context and a long preamble, we get mentally stressed because our brains are in analytic mode. But there's nothing yet to analyze. Or perhaps we're predominantly a get-into-action thinker, and all we really want to hear is the go-forward plan. So unintentionally, we tune the rest out. The problem is we're not very good at tuning back in at the right time, so we miss stuff. Or maybe you're empathetic and you're listening to hear about the impact on people so your feelings are on high alert. 
Perhaps you might even be that big picture thinker and the details bore you. So we've sabotaged our listening ability because we're listening for something we want to hear rather than letting the speaker say what they want to say. Listening, alas, is not a passive process. It's a very active one. So now that you've stopped doing whatever it is you were doing that got in the way of listening, consider where your eyes are focused. Are you looking at the person speaking to you? It's important to look at the person speaking with you and to maintain some form of eye contact. Not staring, but genuinely taking in the facial expressions and body language. This is where email exchanges and traditional phone calls fail us because we're deprived of the body language, which is why on Zoom or Teams or WebEx calls, I ask the speaker to use their cameras. I want to see their facial expressions as part of their message. Otherwise, hey, use the phone so that at the very least I can pace around the room while I'm talking to you. In some cultures or communities, to be fair, looking into another person's eyes may be a sign of disrespect, although our eyes are also very expressive. I discovered the importance of eye contact when I lived in Canada's high Arctic, and much of the communication with my Inuit friends was done while bundled up against the cold and wind. With most of our faces covered, the eyes did a lot of the talking. And in today's mask-wearing COVID-19 world, we may all be facing the same communication challenge that I faced in the Arctic, fortunately without the cold and the wind. So if you can, look at each other when listening. So you've stopped doing what you're doing, and you're looking at your partner. Now it's time to begin hearing the message, and to do that, you need to keep an open mind. For some of us, and I confess I can be there, that may be harder than for others. Listening without judging can be a challenge, but it can also bring a richness of communication that is rare. Avoid reacting until you've truly heard the person out. You may be surprised at what you hear and what you learn. Of course, it's pretty natural to react or to judge before we've heard all that there is to be said. I've often found that taking notes helps me to keep track of what's being said, and it allows me to organize my thoughts. So here's a trick I learned many years ago about note-taking. Whether virtual or in person, ask permission to take notes. In my 40 years of doing so, I have never had someone say no. But by asking permission, a few things happen. Firstly, it slows down the back and forth of the conversation, because I've got to write. And it allows us to stop and reflect before we answer, because we're taking notes. So we have permission to have that pause. The other person is patiently waiting for us because they gave us permission to finish typing or scribbling. Secondly, it gives us points to review when we summarize what we think we heard, or a guideline for asking future questions. And thirdly, it allows us to track the things that we committed to in the meeting or the conversation. Especially when we think of project leaders, there's so much data and information that you need to keep track of. Taking notes can become a great habit. Many conversations, if not most in the project world, have some sort of action item coming out of the dialogue. But these are often forgotten because 
we just didn't note them anywhere. If I'm in a face-to-face -face conversation, I tend to avoid using a keyboard, but I will handwrite on my iPad within one note or take notes in a conventional notebook. We'll address this a little bit more in another uh, podcast. When in a virtual call, you can certainly type your notes as long as you can do so quietly. That clunky clicking of keys can be quite distracting at times. Let's get back to the listening tips. Listening without interrupting can be a challenge, especially for those of us who are impatient or want to solve the world's problems. As a father of six daughters, I learned long ago that when they tell me things, they don't want me to solve their problems, but they do want to share them. I've learned to bite my tongue and ask if they want help before jumping in with what I am sure would be a great solution. I'm not always successful, but I am learning. So tip number four, ask more questions and don't automatically try to solve the problem. Saying something like, would you like some suggestions for how to tackle that? Will pretty quickly alert you to their needs. If they don't want your solutions, asking the question gives them an out without them having to tell you to back off. There's a lot more that can be said about listening, and we will certainly explore this topic again in future podcasts. But for the moment, let's wrap up today's podcast with a reminder that being fully present and truly focusing on whomever you are speaking with is a sign of extreme respect. What's this week's call to action? Practice being fully present when speaking with someone. Whether virtually or in person, stop what you are doing. Look directly at the person if possible and ask questions instead of giving solutions. There's a lot more we can do to listen effectively, but if you practice these three activities alone, you will get to see how quickly you can increase trust and build value into every relationship. Listening is hard work, despite being a soft skill, but it pays big dividends if we do it properly. Thanks for listening today. I hope you'll join me next week when we look at some of the finer points of leading effective meetings. Until then, I hope that you stay healthy and practice listening more effectively.